then I choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, I'm back, this is KMGZ on Twitter, this is Thanks for Asking Kel's Podcast, episode 329, sorry for the delay, but I wanted to wait until after we won our playoff game, which I knew we will, and then some would, and then some other shit came up, but that's okay, me having a delay is usually not, you know, the worst thing, because... Um, you know, it gives me more, uh, gives me more, um, content. So let's just get started. Um, so the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Listen, and all the Eagles fans out there, y'all can just follow along. Y'all, y'all gonna know exactly what I'm saying. This season, none of us, us being Eagles fans, I feel like we all knew we were going to the Super Bowl. I don't know what NFL the rest of y'all been watching, but I've been watching the Eagles since the first week, and I knew when we went 8-0 that we were going to the Super Bowl. Because like I've been saying, and I continue to say, you know, we Eagles fans, we not Dallas fans, we not Washington fans, we not Giants fans. We very realistic fans. Most of our lives, they've been losing. Okay, so it's funny to me when people claim, oh, they're delusional. How are we delusional? Oh, y'all get, how are we getting hyped? We used to fucking losing. We used to being disappointed. That's our default, right? But I've been watching football all this season. And I'm not no motherfucking expert. I'm not no John Madden, X and O's. I'm not, I mean, I feel like I know the game enough. Um, but, you know, some of y'all motherfuckers be talking about, oh, that's a hook route. I don't know all the routes and shit. I just, I just know, you know, what's a good play or not a good play. <laughs> I mean, who open, who not open. But um, I've been watching football all season, and I've been saying, and all us Eagles fans been saying every week, y'all saying we was frauds and we didn't play nobody. And I'm like, well, who we got to play? Because I'm going to be for real. I haven't seen a team on the field this season that is better than us, that I think can beat us. Were there good teams? Absolutely. I ain't seen nobody better than us. I ain't seen. We are a balanced breakfast. There are too many ways you too many things you have to shut down to beat us to beat us we basically have to beat ourselves which is what we did in the three losses we had we fumbled up the ball we was getting flags penalties that was taking scores off the board like we that Washington game I think two touchdowns got took off the board from penalties and I, I can't remember how much we lost by but it wasn't that much okay we was fucking the games we lost we were not beat we beat ourselves Tampa Bay Green Bay, Minnesota, the Vikings, the Niners. Minnesota is the Vikings. The Niners. Um, who else was the top? The Giants. None of those teams. I've been watching them all season. I'm like, yeah, it's good, but it's not good enough. Because not only do we have, we have the, they said we had the number two defense. I thought, I always thought we had the number one. I wasn't taking nothing away from San Francisco, but I'm like, they don't really play nobody. Okay, let's talk about him. You know, I'm like, eh, we play in the NFC East. I mean, I know niggas make jokes, but it's defense played in the NFC East. Okay, it is. Um, and the NFC North. Okay, 
I was like, we got the best offensive line, everybody says. They said we had the number two defense. All right, whatever. Even if we got the number two defense, that's the number two defense. I kept hearing about San Fran's defense, this, that. And I was looking. I'm like, it's okay. I'm not really seeing how they – they're not better than us. When I saw them play the Cowboys, I was like, the Cowboys ain't beating us. The Niners ain't beating us. Neither one of them teams is good enough to be – I'm sorry. We, you, you see, y'all see how we play, right? Y'all see how we score? You it, you can't – y'all see how nobody stops us from scoring? We heard about San Fran. Oh, they're going to shut the run down. If you shut the run down, we're going to throw the ball. Or Jalen's going to run. Or we're going to figure something out. Not only that, we're going to be busting through we, – our number one, I say, number one defensive line is going to be busting through yours so bad that you, you whatever it is you're trying to do, we're going to disrupt it. You have to do too much to beat us. You can't just shut down one aspect of our game, which San Francisco found out, and and, and beat us. And I don't want to hear about old Brock Purdy got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. You know he got hurt because that line couldn't hold the Eagles' uh, defensive line. They crashed through and put that boy out the game. And you know how you know that? Because the second boy that came in, they crashed through the line once again and put his ass out the game. They was not beating us with no first-year rookie. I'm sorry. Okay. I've been saying it all season. We're going to beat the Chiefs. And I'm not knocking the Chiefs. That's Andy Reid. I told y'all, the Chiefs are my AFC team. But if you ain't got defense, which the AFC tends to not have, and the Chiefs, you know, I know their games is exciting, 43, 34. I know that's what y'all like to see. But the reality is those games like that in the AFC be like that because the motherfuckers don't have no defense. Okay. You got to stop us from scoring if you want to beat us because we can stop you from scoring. We showed that. We got to shut down defense. So, I fully expect us to beat the Chiefs, and I don't even think it's going to be close. If it is and I'm wrong, okay. But I don't think it's going to – all season long, y'all been waiting. Oh, I can't wait for somebody to humble y'all. I don't know what y'all been watching. I I don't just – I mean, I watch Eagles games. I do. I watch all Eagles games. But I watch other games too because I want to see who's going to be the – and I'm just telling you all season, I've been hearing y'all talking shit about how we ain't that good. I'm like, well, who's good then? Because everybody that line up against us, we knock them down. Home, away, it don't matter. And, and not just, I mean, there's a one game, what was the Colts game was close. And other than that, we've been blowing teams the fuck out. Okay? And Jalen not even at 100%. His shoulder's still a little hurt. And he didn't even play his best game against the Niners. He didn't. Y'all seen he was throwing the balls low. You know, you could tell he wasn't 100%. And we still put up, what, 31 and y'all only scored that 1-7 because we did terrible tackling. It wouldn't even have been that. We would have blanked y'all. Last two teams only scored 14 points together against us combined. So, told you so. We've been saying, but we wasn't getting all hype is the thing. Like, I knew we was A and no, but, like, you ain't hear no, you ain't really hear no. We was just riding week after week because we knew it. We knew it. Like, oh, this, nobody beating us. You ain't hear us, all, all these Cowboys fucking, let me tell you something about the fucking Cowboys, man. They was not that good. Vegas is invading football too much. This, the Cowboys' eyes to win us, they was not that good. I'm not saying they was terrible, but they was not that good. They was not beating us. They didn't beat the Niners. We blew the Niners to fight. Like, they wasn't that good. Dak Prescott, he's okay. I'm not saying he's, he's he's a good quarterback. I mean, I don't know. He's he's not a bum, in other words. Like, unless you could get somebody that's that's way better than him, which, you know, you I don't know who that would be, um, you keep him. You know, and, and, and I'm going to be real. I thought it was kind of fucked up the way they, they threw um, Dak out there. Like, I don't think I don't think that loss was his was his fault. I really don't. I mean, 
Hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. It was definitely me fucking up, and I'm going to have to edit. All right, cool. I thought... <laughs> okay, so... um, Sorry, I had a little technical difficulty there, so I don't exactly remember what I was talking about, but... um, well, um, I wasn't talking about the Eagles. Anyway, sorry. I, I, I lost my train of thought. I Something messed up in recording. I had to edit that out, but anyway, all right, so moving on. We're going to the Super Bowl. Fly, Eagles, fly, and we're going to win that bitch. And, and we built the last... You know, we got two first-round picks coming up. We got Jalen Hurts, who I think, personal opinion, is the best quarterback in the league right now. Um, you know, Brady's ass finally retired. And I'm not taking nothing away from Pat Mahomes. I told y'all, the Chiefs are my team, and I know what Pat can do. But, you know, y'all ain't played us. Everybody, we ain't played nobody. When the truth is, ain't nobody played us because that shit is all fun and games when you're talking shit. But when you get on the field and that fucking defense is crashing through and driving your fucking quarterback into the ground and making him throw fast and he want to do and your fucking receivers is locked the fuck up and you can't run through our defensive line either, then you start getting holding and pulling and getting flags and penalties and, and, and getting frustrated and ready to fight like the San Francisco 49ers were. Anyway... Moving off that, what I want to talk about next. Um, so that police and I, yo, I have to confess, I knew about the that police meeting in Memphis. I had I knew about it, like I saw people tweeting about, it, but I didn't realize he died. I thought he they just beat him up real bad, and it was gonna be a lawsuit or whatever. I didn't realize he died, but um, you know, I watched the video when it came out, and um or when they released it. And, you know, I just want to say about that, um, you know, if you, if you don't want to watch violence, if you don't want to watch people, you know, getting beat up, getting killed, whatever, that's fine. That's totally fine and reasonable. But what people get on my nerves with is this, I'm going to call fake morality, where we have to get these tweet strings of why nobody should watch it and brutal, like, like a lot of y'all really y'all don't be coming y'all be coming off like a bunch of punk bitches I'm gonna be dead ass like a lot of whiny weak punk ass bitches the history of African American in this country going back has been them brutalizing us beating us lynching us doing whatever the fuck they want to do to us and all our ancestors lived through that like not not like now when we sitting here you know comparing uh, not that we don't go through nothing, but like this shit now is not what it was before, where they can literally hang you up from a tree and wasn't even no laws and no shit to protect you. Like, our people went through that through hundreds and hundreds of years. Like, j- the civil rights movement, all that, blowing people down the street with fire hoses. Like, we, they've been doing violence to us for a long fucking time. And the only way that we ever really get or that we have gotten things moved forward is to really show that. Like, the civil, I don't know if y'all know, but the civil rights movement was really kicked off. Like, Dr. King and them was doing all the boycotts and shit. But it really was kicked off when Mamie Till had that open casket and people could see that, you know, not only was we not making this shit up, we could see what they was fucking doing to us, okay? And that's been through all out of history. The lynchings, all of that shit. You know, these motherfuckers are currently trying to write shit out the books and trying to write away slavery and, and, and the clown down to Florida doing all the shit he doing. So for y'all to be on, I'm talking about, let's not show this, let's not... I, I think that's very foolish, and I think that's very silly, and I think that's very weak. Because... You know, we don't come, you new motherfuckers, I really, I can't, I cannot, I cannot stand y'all. I really can't. I don't like all this fake, I don't like all this sensitive, soft-ass, bitch-ass shit. 
and you don't want to see the man get beat up, fine. You don't have to watch the video. But stop trying to act like everybody else is some kind of some kind of psychotic or some kind of cause that like some people want to bear witness. And some people want to see, hey, let me see what they did to this dude. Okay? And maybe we need to show it more because we real weak and fucking lax right now, right? I talk about this shit all the time. We a fucking joke. And until I feel like, you know, it's something really real going on, I'm going to be why I'm mad because I, I feel like people are full of shit, right? And, and they don't want to, you know, can't get them to even fucking put on a mask or take a vaccine to save their fucking life. But I'm supposed to think that you, you, y'all going to fight a revolution and all this shit. Y'all scared of guns. Y'all scared of fucking loud noises. Y'all scared of fireworks. Y'all can't watch videos. Y'all can't go to the store. You can't, you know, get told no. Everything is putting you into spiral of depression. But I'm I'm supposed to just think y'all got all the like get the fuck out of here. Y'all are not y'all ancestors for fucking sure. Okay. Um I watched the video, like I listen, I've seen violence. I've been I've been in the military, I've been in war, I've seen violence, okay? Might I be desensitized? Perhaps, I don't know. I also grew up in the crack era. Seen violence back then too, okay? May I be desensitized? Perhaps I don't know. I still I still get the finality of death, and I watched that video. And I was like, yo, they really beat his ass, and for no like they they just beat him up, and it wasn't. People said it was worse than Rodney King, and it kind of was because Rodney King, even though they was beating Rodney King's ass, and it was still, like, Rodney King was on the ground. Like, we know it's bullshit. They was beating his ass. But, like, they were trying to, they were actually trying to arrest him. Like, he was still moving around. They could have at any time stopped beating him and put him in the car yet. But some, this was different. Because Rodney King wasn't handcuffed, right? Because their story was, he would, they was trying to get him handcuffed. They was trying to get him under control. It was bullshit, but I'm saying that was their story. But this... It wasn't even that. Like, dude, was they was just beating him up. They literally, he was handcuffed. They could have easily put him in the car. They just, they standing him up, punch him in his face, hitting him with the baton. He falls down. He's handcuffed. He falls down. They picking him back up, punching. They beating dude up like the bitches that they are. Five, six, seven of these dudes standing around this kid handcuffed. He's handcuffed. He could fight back if he wanted to. And they just beating him up. for no, Like, what are y'all doing? So it, it was it was a bad video, but it, I didn't realize they had killed him. It was even worse once I realized that. But anyway, um, you know that's that's all I have to say. Like, y'all really, um, they they done fired that squad. They done fired. Look, I mean, what could be said? I don't, I don't know what's gonna. They they fired the, the the cops, which they should have. And apparently they was accused accused. Um, you know, uh, I uh, ripped their letters off their chest or whatever. But like, I don't know. I can't. I really can't go on about these cases ad nauseum because it's nothing to be said that hasn't further been, that hasn't been said already. Like, you know, the policing in this country is incredibly broken. They don't do anything that they're supposed to do. They don't, um, you know, they're barely, it's, they show up and if you don't follow your, their, their instructions, they're shooting you. And to me, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, that's, I don't know what to say about that. Like y'all, yeah, like I've said before, that's, you want to be, they want to have this respect and these professionals and, and they want to have all this deference, but I don't understand what you want deference for because anybody can fucking show up and say, Hey, get on the ground. If they don't get on the ground, shoot you. Like, where's the expertise? Where's the professionalism? Where's the, de where's the skill 
in, in, in keeping the peace and serving the people that you're supposed to be displaying. Where is that at? Y'all just showing up and shooting people like, like members of a gang. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I keep saying it's recruitment. I still say that. I don't really think it's training, even though they did say like the training has been reduced. I mean, yeah, they could use more training, but at the end of the day, my opinion there are certain people that do jobs like that. There are certain people who become firemen. There are certain people who become policemen, who serve in the military. It takes a certain type of person. It takes a certain type of temperament. And you can't be scared to death. You can't be shook. You can't be a punk. You can't be somebody that's insecure and trying to... The, the people that tend to go to these professions because they want to take... You can't be that kind of person. You have to be a level-headed person. You have to be a bit icy. You have to be a bit... um. I don't want to say crazy, but a bit like a not a the, the type of person that that makes a good police officer that would make a good police officer is not the average Joe that can work at a Walmart. Okay, and back in the day, you used to have to have military experience, and you used to have to have like go through these psychological evals and all this stuff. And now it's really become a job core for unemployable adults, for adults that are it would be incompetent on any other job. But you think that you could put the get you give them a gun and put them out in the public? That doesn't make any sense to me. I, when I was in the military, I told y'all not a lot of not in the pra, in the in the base in the in the I went I was stationed in the Washington D.C. area. In the Washington D.C. area military, you have a lot of specialized. It's not your average Joe Blow military that you gonna find. You know, random down in Georgia somewhere where it's a bunch of admin clerks and a few bulk fuel specialists and just regular degla military shit. Washington D.C. area, they have some of that, but it, you gonna that's where you're finding your your specializations, your intel's, your IT people, your your site, your hackers, your cyber um, tech people. Like, there's a lot of specialized. Uh, military in that in that area, and so not a lot of us went. Uh, most most people that got out went on to like very lucrative civilian careers, you know, working for the government or different intelligence agencies or corporations, because you know you you know how to hack into the system or you know how to protect people hacking the system or you know how to take a certain you know different stuff that's in the, in the, in the metro area. Not a lot of people went into the police department. Some did. I know one guy that did. Um, he went to. Um, PG County, and then he and he's from Indiana, so he ended up transferring back to where he's from. But I know like two or three people, for, but not many people. But um, the the kind of people that from the military that typically go into law enforcement, and I've said this before, they don't typically go into you know, small, these small town police are now they will go into a big city. So in Memphis, uh, LAPD, Chicago, BT, PD, you'll find them there, but even there, you don't really find them as regular officers, you know, patrol officers, because that's not, they go into federal law enforcement. They go into DEA, they go into the Intel agencies, they go into, you know, federal police, FBI, or, you know, or if they do go into these different departments, they're going into SWAT, they're going into uh, narcotics, they're going into undercover. They, 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 they're not riding around the patrol cars typically. Right. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know when it occurred. I, I guess probably sometime around the war on drugs, and they just start hiring all these cops. But I know when it got when it got this bad, and it was nine eleven. If y'all remember, some I realize now some of y'all is fucking children and probably don't. But nine eleven is when they had like they passed. What was that bill? Was it the Patriot Act? The Patriot Act was a lot of shit with it. 
it covered a lot of shit and it gave a lot of money to police departments to fight quote fingers domestic terrorism domestic terrorism right which we know who the domestic terrorist is but that ain't who they were talking about and so what you had was you had little podunk police departments getting all this money to get all this they would never normally have you know um wherever they was where Mike Brown got killed they now they got uh, Humvees and army tanks and all this equipment that those the police departments don't normally need that's when that shit started that's when the motherfuckers start acting like they was fucking military marine corps uh, delta force and running around with all this fucking dumb I say all the time I hate they, they look so fucking dumb with all that fucking equipment on cause they don't even know how to wear it they give yeah like if you a mil- if you when you a marine or whatever army person you go to your new base they issue you like your full um, equipment of gear that you're supposed to have, they issue it to you, but you don't wear all that shit all the time, right? You don't, like, that's just if you need it. And I would just watch these cops, like, when he had all the protests, I would watch these cops out. They got on the, the bullet vest. They got on the plaque check. They got on the helmet. They got on the, the taser. They got on the weapon. They got on two canteens. They got on the, uh, the um, radio on both sides. They got every piece of equipment on. It's like you don't, nobody does that. You need, you don't need two canteens. You you at fifty seventh and fifth, nigga. When you did Dwayne Reed is right there. Like y'all got case of water in the trucks. Why do you have a canteen? You don't need it. You look stupid. You can't move around in that shit. When you a soldier and you marine, you putting that shit on. You put as much or little on as you need for protection. It can still let you move because the last thing you want fucking do is can't get out of a firefight or can't get out of an ambush or can't get behind whatever quick enough because you got all this stupid ass equipment on it. You can't fucking move. Hell no. Take all these fucking plates out. I just need one plate that's bulletproof because if they shoot me here, I'm gonna die regardless. So give me this one plate. I only need this weapon and that weapon. Leave that other shit behind. I ain't gonna have time for that anyway. You know, get lead, put the, you know, lead a stupid ass helmet and give me this lighter, whatever, wherever it is, the situation dependent. You don't have all that shit on. They just look so dumb. They the amateurs. They don't know what the fuck they doing. Um, and that's when it started. Like that's really it. And I also get tired of ugh, it's always y'all with this militarization of police. What are you talking about? Because it's not that oh veterans coming back from war. No, they're not. I just told y'all where they go. And veterans don't shoot people like that. Veterans are not scared to death of people. Veterans know how to de-escalate because that's what we do when we use other countries. We can't just shoot people up. Y'all don't see this shit on the news. And when you do, it's a big deal. When they when, when something like that happens, it's a big deal. Because we don't do that. We got to go through all these villages and towns and talk to these people and speak their language and get them to help us and find out what the fuck they need. We, can't, we ain't just going through shooting people up. And if they don't do what we say or they don't understand us right, that's not what we, that's not what military does. Military is trained. We don't do shit like that. We get in trouble for doing shit like that. Like, you shoot a civilian for no reason, your ass is grass. Okay? Seriously, I wish I would stop fucking saying that. None of these incidents involving veterans because veterans don't, we don't react to people like that. We're not out there scared to death of, oh my God, this guy did Like, we know how to de-escalate and deal with shit. We know that if a dude is unarmed, I got a knife, he don't need to be shot. You can talk him down or you can tackle him or we'll figure that shit out because we do that shit all the fucking time. I hate that. It ain't got nothing to do with that. 
Y'all mother, that shit is old, outdated. The Vietnam War was that fucking 60 years ago. Let that shit go. Yeah, people got PTSD, but they ain't the ones riding around these cats. These is regular dumbasses that don't need to be in nobody's police department. Damn sure don't need to have no weapons issued to them. That's these is this is a fucking these are the GEDs and the high school dropouts and the C students that's at these look at them. They fucking fat. These fucking female officers be fucking fat as shit. And I walk by these NYPD officers every day, these females, and they don't know me. They don't know I'm a military veteran. They don't know I have combat experience. And but I'll just walk by them every day sometime and I'll be like, you know, if if you tried to arrest me or if I was committing a crime and you came after me, boy, you don't know how bad I would whoop you. Like you have no idea. You know, they standing there with all the equipment on, trying to look tough and shit. And I just walk right by them, like, whatever. I would be I would wear you the your fat ass the fuck out if you tried to arrest me. I'd kill you with your own fucking gun. I could look at you and tell that you ain't ain't built for shit. And I see them all the time. The males, not so much. It do be some, it do be some fit, big ass, tall ass cops that I be seeing like, all right, at least you in shape. But these female officers out here, they be fat as fuck. And I ain't in the best of shape, but I do know how to run, you know, to run. I, I know, I know enough about, uh, <laughs> I, I've been in enough got to get out of here quick situations, know how to run to make a motherfucker that's fat tired. You know what I'm saying? You, you ain't gotta run. You don't gotta run a straight marathon. You just gotta you just gotta get jiggy enough to wear their asses out. I still know how to do that. Anyway, moving on. That's all I want to say about that. I, I feel like it's enough has been said. I don't know what's gonna happen, but something. Um, in that vein, yo, a bitch is getting old, yo. Like, so you know how they say you should just keep work working out and like I, I don't tend, I don't, not tend, I don't weigh myself because it gets discouraging to me because you could be, you could be really packing on muscle and really doing what you're supposed to do, but you might not necessarily be losing weight because that might not be your goal. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not, I like if you're super big, yeah, you want to trim pounds, but sometimes people just want to tone up or burn fat and fat doesn't weigh as much as muscle. So you can't all the time tell by your weight. So I don't like to weigh myself, but I can tell by the way my clothes fit, right? So I want to say from before, right before COVID, I was, I was down. I was damn near skinny. Cause I was, you know, we was, everything was open. Then when COVID hit and everything was closed, you know, I got the Peloton, but still, you know, put on, everybody put on a little COVID weight just, just, just cause you couldn't go nowhere. And I mean, shit, you can't Peloton 24 seven, you in the house and shit. Right. So I had to all, basically the 25 little pounds that I had took off, put right back on. So um, I just, you know, I ain't been really weighing myself. I ain't really been worried about it. I just, you know, I've been doing my Peloton gym back, open back up and going to gym as much as I can. But, um, I've realized that like, I'm an old bitch now. Like I'm old. I can't do, I, I when I was like twenties, teens for sure. Twenties, thirties. I could, you know, I used to, I could go to gym back to back. I could go to gym five days in a row, four days in a row, whatever, back to back to back. I can't do that shit no more. I be trying to be the back-to-back bitch, like, oh, I'm going to get up Monday, and then I'm going to get up Tuesday. I can't do it. I mean, I can do it. I can do it. But I realize that it's silly because I kept, I keep injuring myself, and I have a, um, one of the, um, one of my knees is real fucked up. Um, it's actually not from the military. It's from when I played sports in um, high school and college. The military just aggravated it. Um, my kneecap is like a little, my whole right side is a little misaligned. Um, and so, and I irritated that in, in the military. So that's one of the, um, things that I get, uh, 
compensation for. But like as I get, it used to didn't bother me. I mean, it 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 would bother me like if I ran on the treadmill like too much. Like if I normally when I was in the military, I do thirty minutes a day. But like if I was doing, if I would push it forty five, if I did too much in one workout, it would my knee would start to bother me. But not a whole lot. But I was a light lot lighter than like I was one fifteen, one twenty. I'm heavier than that now, so I think that's a part of it. Cause if when I do the ba- even on the Peloton, which is supposed to be low impact, which is low impact, I would irritate my knee. Like by I do it Monday, okay. Tuesday I start to feel a bit. By Wednesday that shit is injured, and now I can't. I gotta let it rest till Monday. So I was like, stop doing that stupid shit, right? So a bitch is old. I I need a day of rest in between. So I'll do Monday. I take off Tuesday. I'll do Wednesday. I do do Wednesday and Thursday because I typically do not. I work from home. Thursday and Friday, even though that's about to switch, they want us to be in the office Tuesday through what Thursday now. But anyway, I'm here Thursday and Friday. I don't typically like to work out on Friday or the weekend, so I will do Monday. I'll do Wednesday, and then when I'm here on Thursday, I'll do it, and then I'll try. I'll do it um, Saturday. Um, typically this week, though, what's the day? I I haven't done it today, but I did do it yesterday. Um, yeah, so. I did it yesterday morning, knocked it out. Um, but I said all that to say, I'm an old bitch now. I can't do back to back, but I am still doing it. And I have been doing it and I have not really been tracking. I mean, I have sort of, I mean, you know, I keep a track of my days and Peloton's good for that. Cause Peloton will let you know how many days you've been on. And, um, but I'm losing weight y'all. I mean, I've been slimming down, but like lately, like I see the past, um, month, month and a half or so, I've been, you know, I've been buying clothes and shit, and typically, cause, you know, I had the gut, I still do, but I mean, it was bigger, I buy, uh, I would have to buy, like, t-shirts, depending on the cut, you know, I don't like the big baggy t-shirts, but I would have to buy 2XL, and t-shirts, and jacket, which is a regular size, like, most people, you know, of any adult, unless you're super skinny, get an XL or a large, right, I was getting a 2XL, because I don't like the shit to be super tight, I want it to still hang like a t-shirt, um, and, but, and, and jackets and stuff like that, I also get either an X, usually an XL and a jacket, like 2XL on the knee, but lately, I've been getting, you know, little jackets, little cardigans, little shirts, whatever, jeans that I've been buying, they've been super big, they've been the same size I've been buying, and I'm like, why is this so big? Like, just because cause normally, like, if I get a new jacket, I'll go check. Let me see. Oh, this is, like, the other jacket. Let me go see the size. So I go see that size. Bought that size. So I'm like, this is 2XL just like that. Why is it so big? It's big because I'm losing. I'm smaller now. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's working. So when people tell you that, like, yo, don't don't be. I mean, listen, if you're the super gym person, I'm really not. I used to be like that when I was in the military and I realized the other day about like when I kept saying I was going to try to rich switch to morning workouts, I realized the reason that I can't is, or it's difficult. I can, but I really just ain't pressed to do so is because when I got out of the military, I told myself I was never getting up at zero dark 30. Cause in the Marine Corps, bro, like, listen, I used to keep my PFT high because if you keep your PFT high, you can PT on your own, meaning that you only have to do, like we do like unit runs every, I think it was like, we used to like twice a month, not that often, but if you, if you don't have a, if, if you don't have a high enough PFT score, you got to do PFT with your detachment, which, which, which a platoon, which means 
Monday, Wednesday, Friday, y'all up at four or five in the morning, and then whatever your um squad commander wants to do, whether they want to go to the gym, whether they want to run ten miles, whether they want to go on a conditioning march, you got to do that shit on schedule. Cause so I never wanted to do that. <laughs> I wanted to work out on my own, right? I don't like I don't I didn't want to have to get up at five thirty and go on no ten. If I'm gonna do a conditioning run, I'm gonna do that shit at like Saturday at like one when you know a decent hour. I ain't doing that shit at five in the morning, right? So I always kept my PFT above a 280. Um, so I used to be that motherfucker. Like, that's why I hate when people be trying to give me tips. I'm like, nigga, I know. I understand. I know how to eat. I know how to work out. I know what to do. All that shit you talking, I know that. I know how to do that. I know how to run. I know how to lift. I, I, I know that. I used to be a fucking Marine. Nigga. I used to be a fucking lean, me fighting machine. I know how to do it. And if I really wanted to buckle down and do what I could... I just don't want to. I don't need to do all that no more. I just want my clothes to fit how I want them to fit. That's all. I don't want to be busting out my clothes. I want my jeans. I don't want to be looking like these little chubby dykes out here, in other words. that's I'm trying not to do that. That's, I'm trying to not be a little chubby dyke. That's that's all. I don't want these childbearing hips, you know, the stomach. I realize that, um, and I really, you know, I need to check the doctor because I have those fibroid things that a lot of women have. And I've heard that that might be, I don't really think that's it though, because my, they run in my family and I don't really think that's it because my stomach is going down. So I, I, I just think this is just belly. I don't really don't think it's fibroid because I've seen the fibroid belly and I see what they saying. And if I, if I do some more cardio and, and, and get to where I know, I, I should be, and then I still have a belly, then I'll look into it, but I really don't think that's it, because I saw, I, I saw this, this belly go back up the same way, <laughs> I mean, like, right before COVID, when I had it down, I saw it go right back up from, so I don't think that's what it is, but, um, anyway, you know, I just, I, look, if you're working out or whatever, just go at your own pace, like, don't be trying, I've, I've been out here trying to kill me, oh, I gotta do four days, Listen, some days some shit comes up or I have a, you know, something half to 10 and I don't get to do four days. I'm only get to two or three, but two or three is better than none. Don't worry about it. Just start it over next week. Like this week I did pretty, last week I did terrible. This week I did pretty well. And, um, I don't know if I'll get on it today. I might later. Most likely I'll get on it tomorrow. I don't like doing on weekends at all. I just don't like, that's one thing, um, for most of my life, I try to do all my workouts during the week. I I, I try to do three or four during the week. Um, cause I just don't like to have to do it on the weekends. I don't. So my, my brain is kind of set against it, but you know, if I have to spread it out, I will. But anyway, I just wanted to let y'all know that. Like if you're trying to work out, just do it how you can. And don't worry about it. like, don't beat yourself up. Cause here I am, I'm down to, um, a, a large and XL from two XL and, and it just had, I, I don't know when it happened, but it did like these, I'm buying, I just bought two XL shirts from ASOS and they too motherfucking big and not like too big, like normal where I got to get to sleep. Cause I'm sure where I got to get the sleeves and shit done. Like they too big. Like, Oh, this is, I could actually get a large in this. I can actually get a medium in this, you know? So just like that. So anyway, you know, just, Look, don't push yourself, especially if you're old bitch. I can't do the back-to-back days. It's not worth it to me. If I do three days in a row, it's not worth it to me to have my leg hurting for three days. Now I got to go to Monday anyway to let it rest up. Might as well just give myself rest in between. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. Um. So, oh, you know what? Let me talk about this because this is old, and I have been wanting to say it because it irritated the fuck out of me, and I just, I just wanted to talk about it. Oh, this is old now, but I don't care. A few, a few 
weeks ago. It was a topic on the on the um Twitter timeline about about um this person told I can't remember the, the specific details, but basically it was about pillow talk, and it was about how how you know when you tell if you tell your friend something or whatever, you got to understand that couples talk at night and whatever pillow talk. Everybody knows about pillow talk. Pillow talk sends niggas to jail, by the way. You know, there's a, the mob has this rule where they never kept told their wives about the business and everybody think that's so romantic. That's it's not, it's because they don't want their wives to be able to testify or know anything against them. Pillow talk will send you to jail. Pillow talk, which you set up pillow talk, which get you killed. I feel like everybody knows that, but what irritated me about it is like, I don't like that. Like, I, if you tell me something, you don't have to say to me, don't tell anybody. If you tell me not to tell anybody, I'm def, I'm, I'm definitely not going to tell anybody. It could be your motherfucking mama coming up in there. I'm not telling them because you told me not to tell nobody. I don't, you know, but even if you don't, I, I'm not telling nobody. I just never have done that, and I don't know, it might be trauma from youth, I don't know, because my family, I don't, how to say this, I don't like, I don't like motherfuckers who can't shut the fuck up, and, you know, my grandmother, and I guess all families like this, like, they try to get, I don't have siblings, but, like, I just, I don't like a motherfucker who you can't tell nothing to, if I tell you something and I hear it coming out of the mouth of somebody else, I'm, I, I don't like that. And people are like, oh, what's the big deal? It ain't nothing. It, it ain't. How do you know it's not nothing, first of all? And it, it, it is not that it's a big deal. It's just why you can't shut the fuck up. Why are you telling my business? Even if you think it's harmful, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I didn't tell that person. If you tell me something, I have been in many, this is why I don't really like mixy people. And I've never really got caught up in gossip because I don't. I don't like that. I when I'm I don't like to be sitting at a table, whether we in the cafeteria or wherever, and I hear well, you know so and so, so and so, so and so, blah blah blah. Now, if you, when I say gossip, I mean it's clear you telling something that's something. Now, if you seen you know Harold and and Jamal, if you saw them around the corner, like girl, let me tell you, I saw Harold around the corner. They were sucking. That's not that's not gossip. That's your tell. That's your direct account. You're telling us what you saw. But I'm talking about what motherfuckers be like. Well, you know, um, so and so told me that Jamal got a little dick or whatever. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Everybody gonna be laughing, but I just never. I I don't like people like that. I don't like people where if I tell you something, don't tell so and so. And it's not that it's a secret, but like, if you tell me something. I just assume, and and I get around somebody, and they don't know it, be my cousin, my mama, my daddy, my grandmother, whoever, and I, in talking to them, realize that there's a piece of information that I know that they don't know, I don't volunteer that shit, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm not filling in the holes for you, because in my mind, if you didn't tell them, you must have not wanted them to know for some reason, maybe you just didn't tell them, because the oversight could be, but in other words, I'm not gonna be the one to tell them, and my grandmother used to have this um, friend, right? And her name was Miss Lucille. And they would all be like, well, you know, they, they gossip like women do. But I noticed, like, you know, little kids, we notice to pay attention. Serious shit or, like, certain shit, they wouldn't say around Lucille. 
they'll wait till she, Miss Lucille till she leave, and then when they didn't, then I hear them say, "Well, you know, Harold." But then they tell real stuff. When Miss Lucille was there, they kept it real cute, and I figured it out. My grandmother used to say, "Well, girl, like somebody come say something. Well, don't sell Lucille because if you tell Lucille, she he gonna she gonna tell James, and your business will be all in the streets." And I realize now that that's what that was. Lucille was uh, was telling her man shit, and you know, men love to act like they don't gossip, but men is the biggest gossipers in the world. And if you wanna, and they be down to the barber shop telling your business and now your business is all in the streets and that's how it happens and don't be women spilling your business it be men and so I have never like I cannot stand a my man my man that shit I can't stand a chick I understand that people pillow talk but y'all gotta understand that if that you might think that people are telling you stuff but they not because you never know like this the thing about it is the reason I don't do it is because you might think what you're saying is harmless and no big deal, but you don't know that. Like, maybe Barbara's husband, who's beating her ass, she's planning on leaving him, and she's telling you things, and you might be, you know, well, you know, Barbara, you, you know, she, yeah, she told me she had gone over the other side of town and opened this bank account. She said she liked that bank better. You might think you just talking about the new bank. But Barbara might have opened that account because Barbara getting ready to leave this nigga. Now, here go your man down to the barbershop. Hey, you heard about that? Oh, yeah, you know, so-and-so told me Barbara's on. Now this nigga, no, what the hell? Barbara got a new bank. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I don't like it. That's why I don't like it. Because you, you, you just, you can't, you never know. You never know. Now Barbara dead because you done uh, handed off Clint. That Barbara was trying to leave him. That's what, so I just wanted to say that that irritated because y'all act like, oh, everybody got to know that. I'm like, no, I think people do know that, but you got to understand, people will know if you telling your man, people know if you the type of bitch that go in there and got to tell their man everything, just know that people not telling you stuff because that's how people get business get passed around because your man will be down in the barbershop or on the basketball court or whatever telling all your business because I was raised by my daddy and I have been around a lot of men all my house full of men <laughs> but you know my dad's man so a lot of his friends was was men so I had you know I'm, I'm not men used to be around you know it wasn't I wasn't just raised around women and shit my daddy had friends and they gossip you know we just sitting in the store, so wherever they at, you know, wherever, wherever we at, they sitting around. I'm, you know, minding my business. They're not talking to me, but I hear them talking and they gossiping and, and telling people business and so and so and getting it wrong. Boy, men, niggas be gossiping, be all wrong. But I'm just saying, like, that irritated me because, like, I, if you're, if tr nobody likes the kind of woman that tells her man every fucking thing and, People will be like, well, I'm not going to tell them nothing important. If I tell you something and I tell you to keep it in secret, keep it in secret. I'm telling you as my friend, I'm entrusting you. I didn't tell your man. If I wanted to tell both of y'all, I would have told both of y'all. Sometimes you might tell the man and not tell her because she, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't like that. And I think that's, I think that's whack when people say, oh, well, you got to understand a couple. Yeah, we know couples talk, but if you're somebody's friend, they should be able to tell you something in confidence and you don't tell it to nobody. I'm not telling it to my husband. It's not my business to tell, in other words. That's how I feel about it. It's not your business to tell. If you want to lay and gossip and tell about what you said, let me tell you what happened at the market. Let me tell you what happened at work. That's your business you're telling. But when you're telling somebody else's business, I don't like that. And, and, and trust if you're one of those women, you might think your friends are telling you stuff, but I guarantee you they wait until you leave something to tell the real business because they know you're going to tell your man.
Cause that, so I, I just had to say that because I think that, I think that's, that's being a bad friend. Seriously. If you tell me something and, and, and people have gotten mad with me because I know information and I haven't told you knew that nigga was cheating on me. Yes. Well, why? Are you, because it wasn't my business to tell. Number one. Number two, I'm not getting in the middle of that shit. Cause you knew he was cheating too. You could have fucking figured it out if you really wanted to. And I'm just not going to be the one to tell. Like, I'm not going to snitch. You know, like, I might drop some hints or I might see, you know, I I just, I've never been like that. My grandmother used to get so mad with me because my grandmother wanted me to, you know, tell my daddy's business and what's going on in my daddy's house or was they, you know, what she just always wanted to know the business so that she can come back later and start some shit or have some shit to hold over somebody, you know, and I just never played that game. My uncle was a little mixy, sassy, but I never played that game. I don't know nothing. I ain't see nothing. I don't know where they went. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know nothing. Don't ask me nothing. That's your son. If you want to know his business, ask him. Why are you trying to ask me? Probably because he told you to mind your business. Now you're trying to get it through me. It ain't, it ain't going down like that. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that because that, that irked me. And I was like, nah, you, uh-uh. Don't be laying up with your man telling somebody business like that. That's, you don't, that's... You untrustworthy and you a bad friend. And I guarantee you, your girlfriends ain't telling you everything because they know you're going to run and tell your fucking man that they fucking business. And now they know that you got BV down at the barbershop. And even if she don't mention your name, you only got so many friends so they can figure it the fuck out. Now they know you went and got an abortion. You was trying to hide that shit. But now he down at the barbershop telling your, telling your motherfucking business. Um, Yeah. What else? Um, so this is kind of old too, but I just want to say there's a video going around a couple weeks ago. I think now, uh, this young lady attacked her teacher, fighting the teacher, broke the teacher's leg. And if y'all listen to this, y'all know I'm no fan of these kids. I keep telling y'all they're going to have these motherfucking useless ass kids hooked up to plows. Because they're not going to have no other use than some physical labor because they dumb as a motherfucker. Ain't got no fucking skills and ain't worth a damn. So they might as well just hit you up to the fucking plow like a fucking mule and you had you pull that shit in whatever the fuck future China got prepared for us. Um, and, and so, I, you know, I just... I hate to... What, what's to say? All I'm going to say is this. You know, I I just, I, I'm tired, and I said this before. People are like, oh, shit, they, they, these kids, I'm tired of these kids and their parents acting like this is the first generation of children to ever go through anything. This is the first generation of children to ever have, quote, fingers trauma. And I say, quote, fingers, because a lot of this bullshit y'all be complaining about don't be no motherfucking trauma. It's just y'all are not teaching these kids a fucking thing. Y'all not disciplining them. Y'all not holding them accountable. And you think that the whole world is supposed to help you raise your children. Okay? Every generation of children before these motherfuckers had it worse. Even us. Even Gen X who came up through the crack era who was on our motherfucking own. For fucking turn of the century, they had motherfucking kids working uh, full-time jobs because it wasn't no child labor laws. Okay? It wasn't no laws protecting against molested kids that got beat up, molested, killed, and seen their parents getting killed, and been sent to war, done seen all kind of atrocities and shit for generations. I mean, life was very rough for children. It's all kind of, or through the depression, it's all kind of orphans and shit that was out 
here in the Civil War. All kind of children have been going through all kind of trauma through all kind of decades. These, these, these are not the first generation of children to have their mama on crack. These not the first generation of children to have their daddy walk out and get some milk and never come back. This is not the first, gen- this might be the first generation of children to, to witness school shootings. Okay. But y'all ain't the first ones to ever seen these get shot. Okay, there ain't no excuse to be beating up these motherfucking teachers. We were some badass kids, okay? We was fucking feral children. I keep telling y'all. We we raised ourselves damn near. But we ain't we ain't we ain't never fought no no teacher. And you would have got your ass beat if we was ever in the classroom and you started beating on a teacher. Are you serious? But you would have got slid so bad. We would have all take like we just it's certain shit that we did not do. Now, might have killed each other in the street, might have been and all of that shit, but teachers and shit. That was off limits. Because and 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 I wish the fuck I would I wish the fuck they would call my father down to school talking about I hit a teacher. Are y'all serious? Are y'all for real? Like y'all that's I'm sorry. This new shit y'all on. Listen, I'm not saying teachers are always right. They certainly are not. I had a beef with teachers in sixth grade and smoke fuck Miss Smithy to this day. They're not always right. But the thing was, if they wasn't right, it wasn't on you to do, you would go home and you would tell your parents, hey, let me tell you about something, and you better have been right, you better not been making up no shit, cause let your fucking parent had to take off work, or take off job, or take a PTO day to come up to school and find out that you act, you the one that was acting up, and you the one started, and you the one getting the fuck smart, I didn't really get smart with teachers, I didn't, or any adults for that matter, but I wasn't raised to like, I wasn't raised with that yes ma'am, no ma'am bullshit, I wasn't raised with that, I was raised that like you don't let you you be respectful of adults, but you don't let no adult talk to you or do anything to you crazy. And you know what that is. I raised you properly, and you know what it's saying. You don't let nobody. I don't cuss at you, so you don't be letting no. You just don't let no teacher. You I you know where the line is. If a teacher's trying to get dis, and this happens, teacher try to get disrespectful, or teacher try to like talk to you a little bit like off. You know what that is, and you come let me handle it. And, it, and listen, it's been some situations like that. Like, we have some teachers that, you know, some of these teachers, they, I don't know, they think everybody is a, is a wayward youth, or they think ain't nobody, you know, everybody ain't got no parents at home or whatever, and they try to talk. Like, you know, my friend, <laughs> we had this one teacher. He was cool, but he would do this sometimes. Like, he would try to call you son. You know, like, hey, you know, trying to get smart. Hey, son, hey, and, and, <laughs> my friends, my male friends, they'd be like, hey, I ain't your motherfucking son, right, like, shit like that, like, you gotta, you might gotta check him a little bit, like, I got a fucking father at home, if you keep getting smart, he can come up here, but we, you know what I mean, and you, and you can tell him, you can call him, see if you can call him son, I'm not your motherfucking son, don't, you know what I mean, like, stuff like that, we would have to do that sometime, or, or a teacher would try to, you know, li- listen, listen, Miss Smithy, you here to teach us arithmetic and spelling and science, I got a, I got parents at home, and I don't need you to try to tell me what I need to be, how I need to talk, and how I need to walk, and all this, you don't get to fuck you, shit like that, sure, but we would never fight in no teacher, we barely cussed at a teacher, so, the fact that these kids are, that's just a failure of parenting, I don't want to hear about no trauma and shit, that's a lack of discipline, and, and, and these kids be in high school and middle school, that means that you are not only encouraging them to misbehave, you're not disciplining them for anything, and I'm telling you, those mother, y'all want, y'all want to jump up here and argue and talk about trauma, I don't even argue, you can say what the fuck you want to say, because that motherfucker is going straight from the, those are the kids that jail is built for, 
those are the kids that they built these jails for. You don't want to. You don't want to behave in society. You don't want somebody telling you what to do. You don't want somebody talking to you a certain kind of way. You don't want somebody whatever in jail. They can do do all that. They can talk to you how they want. They tell you when to eat. They can tell you when to sleep. They can tell you when to shit. They can tell you when to piss. And that's where y'all headed with all this bullshit, thinking that y'all can just do what the fuck y'all want to do, and it ain't supposed to be no consequences because somebody hurt your feelings or your grandmama died or 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 your mama on crack or whatever. You don't get to act however the fuck you want to act because you went through some shit. You just don't. And 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 y'all need to start telling these kids that. Period. That's no excuse to be beating up a teacher. I'm sorry. Motherfucking kids gonna be hooked up to plows. And I just I just I just think it's a fa- failure of parenting. And I think what they start, they need to start charging these parents with neglect and derelict child raising. It ain't just about you ain't feeding them or you ain't washing them. You're not teaching them anything. You're not teaching them respect. You're not teaching them how to act. Okay? Here y'all come with all this respectability. Yes. Yes, because people with pride and dignity and who care about themselves and want respect for themselves, they respect other people. You can't be out here acting like a wild fucking animal and and, and thinking that, oh, well, you just have respectability. Yeah, because that's a function of society, you silly bitch. That's how society works, that everybody follows the set of rules so that we ain't all out here like a pack of wild animals and you ain't no fucking different. And I tell you what, I keep saying, first of all, if I was teaching that, I'd send that girl, listen, your fucking kid better not step to me. I'll send that motherfucker to the motherfucking hospital. I swear to God, I don't give a fuck about them being no fucking kid. You want to step up to me? None of y'all can't fight. None of y'all kids can fight. And even if you could fight, you can't fight like I could fight, guarantee you. I've been trained to fight and, 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 and not in well for you. So I, I promise you, I'll send your kids to the hospital. Um, but you know, they need to start charging these parents. Like, yo, why is your 14, 15 year old kid hitting, hitting the teacher? We don't want to hear about it. And, and they need to be, you need to be able to expel kids again. See what happened was these fucking crying ass, whining ass parents start cutting up the schools, threatening to sue. What the fuck you going to sue for? Sue bitch. Take it to court. Take your fucking child to court. Then beat up this teacher and broke her leg and see what happened. But schools got all shook and shit. And then they start acting like they couldn't enforce nothing. Now you can't even expel the motherfucker out of school no more. You need to be able to kick these kids out. And I don't want to hear about, oh, y'all, listen. You don't get to interrupt the education of the other kids. And that's what you're doing. You have a classroom of 20, 25, 30, however many kids. And those other kids should get to be able to learn their paragraphs and learn their timetables or whatever, but they can't because you disrupting. And you're interrupting it for all of them, and you don't get to do that. If you don't want to come to school, you don't want to fucking learn. Ain't nobody saying you can't get your services or whatever the fuck you need, sure. But that's not school. It's, it's, it's to get you to get these motherfucking reading and math and arithmetic and algebra and everything that you need so you can go out in the world and get into a school or get a job or whatever. That's what it's for. And y'all have turned schools into babysitters and social workers. And I know teachers tell you that's all a part of their job, but I'm sorry. I, I don't think it is. I don't think that that should be a part of your job. I don't think y'all get paid enough to do that. And I don't think y'all should have to do that. I think y'all should be able to get, y'all should come to work. And the expectation should be you're going to come in your classroom and you're going to have students in there that's in there to learn. That's in there to get what you have to teach them. Not to sit in there to fucking act the fucking fool. 
I don't know where you need to send them, but send them somewhere else. And I don't want to hear your sob story because you don't get to deprive my child or me or their child or the next one of our education. You don't get to do that. Um, start charging the parents and see what happened. That should have that should have dry up real quick. I promise. This mother, if you think China all of a sudden just all of a sudden got this spy balloon and 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 um it's an accident or whatever, don't bullshit. They wanted to see what we should do, what we would do, what our response would be. And what our response should have been was to shoot that motherfucker down. And I don't want to get I don't hear about oh they worried about the get the nigga. I was in Marine Corps for five fucking years and then I worked at the highest special ops level in a civilian. I know what the fuck we can do. I know we can scramble a jet fighter from anywhere and shoot anything out of the sky should we need to. Should it be speeding towards any place that we don't know of that might be a part of a may or may not be a part of attack that we don't know where the fuck is going and we can't take no motherfucking chances so we about to blow this motherfucker out the fucking air. I know that we can do that shit. Okay? I know that we can. They could have shot that motherfucking balloon down. We are so fuck. Listen, when somebody does something like that, sometimes you just got to respond with a bitch you got me fucked up response. Okay? People saying, oh, they wanted to see. Yes, of course, they sent it over to see our reaction. But you know what you, you, know what you do? You shoot that shit down immediately because you can't tell. That's, you can't, if, if you send some, put it like this. If you throw a, if you throw a, 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 um, if you, if I'm walking down the street and you throw a brick at me and I immediately take off and I run and I run and catch you and I beat your ass. What can anybody really glean from that? Other than, oh, they not to be, don't, don't throw no brick at her. She'll beat your ass. Like there's no, this notion that, oh, if we would have did that, it would have, it would have told them. So it wouldn't have told them shit other than, oh, fuck, if we send that shit, they going to blow it the fuck out of the sky. That wouldn't tell them nothing. What does tell them something is if you don't blow that and you let that motherfucker go across the whole country, taking all the pictures it want to take and it's automatic. It's, it's, 
I hope y'all don't think that they had to get that bubble back and 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 pull the, the fucking film out of it like Polaroid. I hope y'all don't think that. Then the pictures come back instantaneously. So they got all the shit they wanted to get going across the country. Then you wait till it gets over the land and talk about you worried about debris. It, listen, when that shit was over fucking Montana, which it ain't no population, all you had to do was be like, listen, this area here, evacuate, we gonna shoot this, this, this the b- balloon debris wouldn't have been that fucking much, okay? And shot that shit down. And what that would have told China was, oh shit, they shot it down. So, we know if we sit, like, we can't do no egregious shit like that. And people act like that's giving away so much. No, it's not. Nigga, if you throw a brick at me, I'm going to come and run and beat your ass. That What does that tell you? Don't tell you nothing other than don't throw a brick at me. I, we just, I don't know what the fuck we doing sometimes, man. Shoot that shit down, bitch. I know you ain't just sitting this fucking spy, fucking goofy ass balloon. Like, we some chumps. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. Shoot that should have been shot that shit down. Why you now they know? Oh, oh, well, these then oh, they just gonna let it fly over, huh? Oh, well, take pictures, take pictures. They'll probably shoot it down eventually, but well, next time, shit, okay, next time we're gonna send a submarine right up to the shore because we, we, you know, that that now they know we some fucking clowns. Now they know we some fucking clowns. Shoot that shit down. Let them draw whatever conclusion they want from that. Oh, if we send something else, they'll shoot it down. Yeah, shoot and send it if you want to. Yeah. Oh, probably what they'll learn is, okay, well, shit, we can't do that. And that's All right, well, they not that stupid. Okay, we got to get a little bit more slick with it. They, okay, they did shoot that down. All right, good to know. That's probably what, that's what they would have known. But now we look like some ch- Oh. Oh, okay, well, we got the pictures. Okay, they did shoot it down, but who gives a fuck? They let that shit go over their old motherfucking country. Okay, well, they some chumps. That's what they got. Ah, man. Look. Y'all not getting my pressure up, but I just, I don't know what's going on. I, I like Joe Biden. I really do. I think he's doing, but I think, like, I don't know, man. I don't, we, we, we like some punks, man. We ain't did shit about January 6th. We ain't did shit about Trump. We just letting these motherfuckers shoot up everywhere. We not, the, we just, we acting like some bitches. And I don't want to be on the bitch team. I, I ain't no, I'm not no, I'm me and Nathan. Would you think I'm a bitch? I'm not no bitch. I don't like all this punk ass shit. I don't like it. I'm not with this shit. I don't like being on the punk ass side. I don't. Like, goddamn, like, when is we going to stand up? Get Merrick Garland the fuck out of there and get somebody that's going to stand up, man. Yo, y'all not going to be DeSantis and all this bullshit. Y'all not going to be doing fuck the Supreme Court. You know what? Put eight more judges in that bitch. I want to act the fuck stupid. All right, boom. You want to act the fuck stupid, boom. Like, when we going to stand up? These motherfuckers is just punking us. I'm tired of that shit, man. Fucking bad news, fucking bears. Ugh. All right. So, Harlem on Prime is back. I like the show. I ain't gonna lie. I really do. I like the first season. Second season, they only put the first two episodes up. All I want to say is, um, so, listen, I have my complaints with the show about the gay characters. I appreciate that they have the gay characters on there. I have my complaints about it, but all I want to say is Quinn has come out as, I'm not really sure if she's, I guess she's bi, whatever. But Quinn 
is my motherfucking type. Quinn, so I'm, I don't, if y'all ain't seen it yet, I don't want to give it away. But I'm not, I'm not giving, she came out as by last season, so I'm not giving that away. But these first two episodes, all I want to say is I would pull my U-Haul up to Quinn's house and, and put Quinn through the wall. That is my motherfucking type. And I don't like the way old girl is acting, but whatever. I, I, I like the show. Um, but I, so y'all probably going to drag me for this. Cause you know, this is Tumblr, Tumblr's Twitter, whatever. Going to have a, a ball with, they're going to have a time with this. They're going to be reading all kinds of shit into it that it that ain't really in there, but I'm going to say what I got to say. The Angie character, I cannot stand. Listen, these, these women are, I'm assuming they like in their thirties, they not twenties for sure. They in their thirties, I believe. She need to grow the hell up. I could I, listen. The free spirit girl, the I'm a I'm a hippie girl, I'm a I'm a this girl. I at past a certain age, that shit gotta evolve or else you just fucking immature. And I feel like they are past the age. Like, like I'm not I'm not a prude or none of that, but like, girl, you sleeping on Quinn couch, you 30 something five, you need to get off her fuck. you need to get a fucking job and get up off her fucking couch. All this fucking every nigga you meet, like, are you 18? Or are you 20? Like you too old for that. And I'm not a prude. Like it's just, it's doing too much. I can't stand the character. I would never be friends with character like that. I see what they trying to do. And if they was in their twenties, it would be fine. But I don't get the impression that they in their twenties. You too old for that. Like she in a grocery store. She meet a dude. She fucking, she on it. Like, what are you doing? Like, and I, and I, like, I don't know. I just don't believe to me, to me, this is probably where y'all going to drag me. That's a hole to me. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not saying don't date and don't have a relationship, but I personally don't know nobody myself. I don't know anybody at that age, at that advanced age, that's fucking like that. I don't. That's not a hoe. I personally don't. I'm not saying fucking makes you a hoe, but I'm saying that like, okay, maybe you got one or two partners. Maybe, maybe you got three, but this girl is out here, like, she 18 years old, like I said, she going to bodega, she bumping to do, she fucking him, she had to shoot, the, the, the nails, um, they at the salon getting their foot done, she meet the dude, she fucking him, she go to his apartment, he got a roommate, she fucking him, she acting like she got a twin to fuck the roommate, like, are, like, people at those big ages that act like that, it's just like, girl, what is, what are you running from? you know, you need to probably need to go sit on therapist's couch and figure out what it is that you are really trying to accomplish here. Same thing for the gay character, not Quinn, the original gay character. I can't remember her name. She another one too old to be acting like she acting. She got, she married to a dude, um, from back in the day. She meets, um, she, they don't put her on a don't date them girl.com. Cause they say she a player again. I, I, at these big ages, like what we doing here? Like, I, in other words, I, I don't personally, I don't buy when people act like you. Know, y'all heard me on here. This polyamory, all this bullshit, y'all be talking about. I personally don't buy it. I think motherfuckers just be. I think motherfuckers really know one, what want a relationship, but can't find one or too insecure to go through one or, or can't be vulnerable enough to have one. So they build up this other uh, shit. Oh, well, I'm just poly because I can't nigga. You are you Jesus? Yeah, I promise you there is no one person that is so magnificent. So, oh shit. Be, uh, Rihanna got one man that we know of 
Beyonce got one man that we know of. Angelina Jolie. Like, these are amazing women, and they one nigga's enough for them. So you're not going to tell me that you just fucking so fucking fly that you need these 15 motherfuckers that can't find nobody to fit you because you just got all this shit going on. I'm not buying it. I think y'all are insecure. I think y'all don't want to be vulnerable. I think y'all are afraid of commitment. I think it's it's a myriad of things, you know, for why motherfuckers be out here acting like teenagers. That's my personal opinion. Y'all cuss me out on the other end if you want to. I don't care. Um, it's a reason I be in the house. Like, I don't, like, what I want to be out here is bipping and, sure, I could, but I have no desire for that. Like, I listen, I'm in here. I could watch my programs. I'd be making my little meals. I'm cool. I'd rather do that than be out. You know, I'm not 20, like, I'm 20s at the bar trying to bump up against, like, that's corny to me. Past certain ages, it's very corny to me. I'm not saying don't date. That's not what I'm saying. But y'all understand. That Angie character, I can't, it, it, she grates me so bad. Cause I'm like, girl, grow up. You acting like a fucking 22 year old. And I know you're not that old. Get up off Quinn motherfucking couch. At least be her roommate. You know what I'm saying? Like she just living in Quinn house on the couch, a grown ass woman, at least be her roommate and pay him rent half or something. You know what I mean? Like, Oh my God. Um, but other than that, I, I really, I really do like the show though. I, that's the only. Whoopi's in it. Whoopi does great. Um, some people don't like Camille's character. I'm, I don't have a problem with Camille's character because, I mean, I see what they're saying about Camille, but I really personally, I think thirties is when you really start to to really be real with yourself and really, um, like go for what you want, and it don't always look neat in your third right it don't it don't always if it, it don't always look um what's the word i'm looking for it might look like you're you're scrambling or 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 not really um on track but i don't think that's the case i think in your 30s it's not that you're scrambling it's that you're trying, you're like, you know, when you're putting a puzzle together and when the puzzle, you first lay the puzzle out, the pieces are everywhere. And then like you, you find a corner or whatever. And then you start grabbing random. So, Oh, it's not that it's this. And you start, you start to build it. Like to me, that's what the thirties are. Like at first your twenties, your teens, you're in the fuck you was doing pieces everywhere. You don't know where the corner at. You don't even know what the fucking picture is. But then in your thirties, you start figuring out. And so it could, but to a person like it might look like chaotic, but it's not. You're just actually starting to really dig into what it is that you like and what you want. And I, that's what I see from Camille. Like, people are like, oh, she's all over the place. I don't really think so. I think that, you know, she left when they were 20s or whatever. She left the dude in Paris because she wasn't ready, didn't know what she wanted, wasn't really sure if she wanted to marry this dude. So, yeah, she flaked on him because that's what you do in your 20s. And now that she's in her 30s and a little bit more settled in and, and realizing, hey, you know what? this really is what I wanted. And I know that he's engaged to this girl, but listen, you know, he don't really look like he like her anyway. And I'm not trying to break up nobody marriage, but Hey, you like, like, that's what I see from it. I don't really, Camille doesn't really bother me because I, I feel like, I don't feel like she's a flake and I feel like what she's doing is age appropriate. My problem with Angie is she acting like a teenager and I know they in their thirties. That's also my issue with the lesbian. She acting like a teenager. And I know she, and she's like, she's just like immature. She's just very immature. And I just, I don't know. That's my pet peeve. But I still, but 
I love the show. I mean, overall, I love the show. I liked it way better than other Harlem show because it has a Harlem feel to it. It's filmed in Harlem. They look like characters that you would see in Harlem. That other Harlem show, you could tell that shit was shot in L.A. and ain't nobody in that show ever been to Harlem a day in their life because it was giving very much, y'all not from New York. Um, But I, I like it. It's back um, on Prime. Um... The other thing I wanted to say, I haven't recommended a um a podcast to y'all in a minute, but and I have been meaning to re- to recommend this one for weeks and weeks and weeks, but I just kept forgetting. It's called the, it's true crime. You know what I listen to? It's called the Prosecutors, and I got put on to it about I want to say about right around like October, like around Halloween last um year. Some um somebody told me about it, and so I started they, the 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 episode they recommended I, I listened to, and then I just started. It's it's a lot of episodes to it, so I just started from there. But now I've started going back to its later episodes, and it's a really good podcast. It's actually excellent. It's two prosecutors that go through these these real trials, different, you know, famous and not so famous, older, new, whatever. And it's really I really like it because they are really good at their prosecutors. So they're really good at explaining evidence and what it could mean and what it couldn't mean and what conclusions make sense and what don't make sense. Because my big thing, like, you know, I'm a true crime person, and but I really, you know, everybody with these conspiracy theories and serial and Adnan is innocent and all this and all that. And I don't think Adnan is innocent. I told y'all that before. I don't think there's any evidence. People are like, all the evidence shows he's innocent. No, no, it doesn't. All the evidence, the actual evidence, actually points to him being guilty. Um, I, I haven't seen any evidence that, that points to anybody else. There are theories that people are coming up with, but that's not the same as evidence. And and that's why I like this podcast, because they explain that really well. So I just got finished listening to them do John Benet. It's a nine-part series, and I thought it was excellent. I have never believed that the parents were involved in John Benet's murder because it never made sense to me from day one. I was like, you're going to have to give me more about how these people garroted a six-year-old. This bedwetting story you tell it not making sense. The brother did it, I never believed because ne- there was never any evidence for that. And again, he, he garroted her. Oh, he didn't garrot her. Oh, he killed her, and then the parents decided to cover it up by garage. Like, never made sense to me. I never thought any of them were involved. I didn't know if we, I, I just never did. To me, that always seemed like no, some kind of pedophile or serial killer or psycho killed that little girl. And um, you know, so now they the, the DNA they've cleared. They Patsy's been cleared. Her handwriting didn't match. The DNA in the house didn't match. There's definitely somebody else in that house. I don't know if we'll ever figure out who it was because police botched the investigation so terribly, focusing on the parents right away, but this podcast goes through the evidence and shows why it was ridiculous to think they did it in the first place. And they don't do it in a but. Like, again, they don't do it in a biased way. My problem with a lot of these documentaries and true crimes, it's like there's a difference between a theory and evidence. And a lot of these, you go into it with the theory that Anand is innocent, and then you just bend every piece of thing to fit that. And it's like that's not how it's supposed to go. You're supposed to 
the evidence, if, if you have a theory and then you run up a piece of evidence that doesn't fit, then that theory has to go out the window. This can't be. And in this age now where it's like, you know, you'll tell somebody it's DNA. Oh, well, that DNA could have came from everybody. Could have got contempt. No, actually, it could not have. It could not have come from anybody. It had to come from the person that touched the body or was in like you know what I mean stuff like that so I like it because they go through these cases and they go through it and they and they they're so logical with it and they don't dismiss anything like they every popular conspiracy theater they'll say okay so here's the theory of so-and-so but let me tell you let's see what would have had to be true for that theory to go and what and when you do stuff like that most conspiracy theories drop out right I tell people that all the time I said okay well you know, whatever conspiracy theory you got, if you, why would somebody do that? The why is usually dumb and they could drop it out right away. But if that doesn't drop it out, then you have to say, okay, well, let's see what else. If that's true, let's see what else has to be true. And then, and then once you get to, that's when most stuff becomes, it just becomes absurd and you have to let it go. Cause it's like, okay, so you're saying that the DA and the defense attorney and the, the parking person and it's the person at Verizon cell phone and the person that works at 7-Eleven and, the, you know, all these people, they're all in on this cabal conspiracy to say that Adnan did it when it really wasn't Adnan, you know, and it's really Jay that did it, you know. So all these people who have said, who, whose evidence can be verified, they're all in on it. Like, all these people have to be lying. Every single person would have to be lying or misremembering or getting things wrong except for Adnan. He's the only one who has the perfect memory, even though he doesn't actually remember anything. If you ask him, if you, if you try to pin him down to a piece of evidence, okay, your phone ring at this cell phone tower, and we know from the technology that that means you had to be within this radius. How do you explain that? I don't know. I don't know. That's all his answers. When you try to pin him down to, uh, to ev- when you try to tie what he's saying to a piece of evidence that we know is, is correct and valid, he has no answers. That's, to me, that's how he's, li- that's liar 101, and I don't know why people can't pick up on that. But anyway, point is, John, they do John Bonet case. They do um, Scott Peterson, but it's really, really good. It's a really good podcast, and I've been meaning to recommend it for a while. They do all kinds of cases, like even cases you never heard of. They did. I listened to Lizzie Borden yesterday. Um, you don't. So they they give you the evidence. They go through the case. They go through the press. They go through the conspiracy, and then they'll always give you what they think happened based on the evidence. Like this morning, I listened to Matrice Richardson. That's the girl, if you know that case, that um, she got arrested. She, so she was having some kind of mental issues out, out in Malibu, and she got arrested, and they took her to the police station, and they weren't supposed to let her out, but they let her out in the middle of the night, and she ended, and she disappeared, and they found her body a year later. That, that case, they went through that, and they always give you all the evidence and what happened, and then like they put their theory on what they think may have happened based on the evidence, but it's not definitive. And it's really good. And they actually, that's that case is actually interesting to me because they said the same thing I said where um, I think that I personally think that it's, I think that people dismissed the idea that someone may have killed her too quickly. Most people say, oh, well, they released her in the night. She, you know, she died from exposure. She got lost, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that, that may very well be what happened. Not dismissing that, but I think that just from the evidence and stuff and the, the way they found her body and certain evidence that you'll have to listen to podcasts and listen to. I, I think that it's also very possible that 
somebody killed her, got her, maybe kept her for a little while, killed her, and dumped her body there. Like, because the, the way the body was found, it's a lot of shit. Like, I don't know. I, I, I think that that theory is dismissed too quickly, and they conclude the same thing on the, th- on the, on the podcast. They were like, yeah, we don't really know what happened. You know, it's, but it, it is this evidence that, that they have and, and what happened. I don't see how you can dis- dismiss that sh- somebody may have killed her because the way the body was found and the certain things about the scene and the body was found in a terrible investigation that really um, don't jive with she just died of, um, you know, exposure. Her body had been there that whole time. So it's it's a really good um, podcast. It's a, it's a lot of episodes. It's all kind of cases. It gets me through my work day. It's a, it's just a guy and a, it's a, it's a man and a woman. They're both prosecutors. Um, and so they're both lawyers. And so they, you know, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to them. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they'll do the Murdoch case soon. I'm looking forward to them doing that. They just have a really unique take and they explain and they go through and they explain. I like it because they explain the difference between evidence and a theory, the difference with like how you cannot discount how, how people um, logically get jump to conspiracies because they, they don't like, they'll say, you know, a piece of evidence will come in, you know, like a blood type. They'll say, oh, well, 30,000 people in the, in the, in the world also have this blood type. And people hear that be like, oh, well, that, that doesn't mean anything. You can't dismiss it. It's like, yes, it does. It does mean, yes, 30,000 people have it. And this guy that's on trial is one of those people. So you can't just say that it couldn't be him or it doesn't mean anything because it's a lot of people. That's actually not excluding. So they, in other words, they explain the difference between evidence that that excludes and evidence that does not. What evidence says and what evidence doesn't say. Because a lot of people think evidence, like that we saw at the Tory Lane's trial, a lot of people think that things that are relevant are not relevant or things that are very relevant, they, they, they dismiss. Like they think, oh, well... Like, in other words, if you say no DNA, the, the, the suspect's DNA was not found on the gun, that just means that the suspect's DNA was not, they were not able to detect his DNA on a gun. That doesn't mean that he didn't hold the gun. And they explained stuff like that. They were like, yeah, people dismiss that because they say, oh, his DNA wasn't on the gun, so he couldn't have did it. He was like, that doesn't, that's not what it means at all. That doesn't mean that he couldn't have did it. It just means that it, maybe the gun was wiped down. Maybe he just didn't leave DNA. Maybe the, you know, the gun was out in the right. Like, just because you don't find DNA on the gun, you cannot say that they didn't hold the gun. You just can't conclusively say that they did. Like, they go through it like that. So it's really good. It's called The Prosecutors. Um, and if you're into true crime, you'll, you'll really enjoy it. Um, okay, so last thing I wanted to do, for those of us who watched The Last of Us on HBO... Last week's episode took a little bit of a left turn and they followed this gay couple um, within the Last of Us story. Now, <laughs> look, I don't mean no disrespect and y'all know I'm like on the, I'm on the board of the gay agenda. You know, we put these things together every year. We had a very banner year last year, I must say. But like, I don't know, y'all. I think sometimes we're doing a little bit too much. I don't, I listen, I know people be gay. And I know gay people's out here, but I don't know. I feel like on TV lately, <laughs> they doing a lot with the gay agenda. Like everybody don't have to be gay. I mean, will there be gay people in the apocalypse? Sure. And sure. 
I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just was very taken aback. I was like, why? Okay. Okay, they're gay. Sure. Why? Why? But whatever. But I've read everybody's take on it. And some of them were a little unhinged, personally. Some are like, oh my God, I'm so glad they showed a gay couple in the zombie apocalypse. Oh my God, love lives. We're everywhere. Oh my God, representation matters. I wasn't on that side either. Um, I, I mean, I didn't feel no way. I, actually, I was taken aback because it was Ron Swanson, who was one of my, from, from Parks and Rec, who was one of my favorite characters of all time, was playing one of the gays. And I just was like, uh, I don't know about that. I don't like all this, right? But anyway, it was a good, I mean, what do I have to say about it? All right, look, representation does matter. People do be gay. I just, uh, what? I don't know. It didn't move me. I was, I was indifferent to it, I guess. And I, I, and I think that that's not good because typically when I have, when I see a gay scene, I have a, I'm either like, Oh, this is some bullshit. I'm tired. These two films, which I say a lot. I need to have a, you know, I'm tired. These two film lesbians or whatever, like whatever reaction I'm going to have. I didn't have any, like I did not care about this at all. And so that's why I think it's not good. They didn't intrigue me. They didn't pull me in. It was kind of to me like a filler. The whole episode was really trying to explain the story behind the battery. If you've been watching it, they they're taking they agreed to take this little girl because they're trying to get this battery. This is the guy who had the battery. So they do the backstory on how he has the battery, where he got blah blah blah. Great. It just I don't know. It felt like a, a throwaway episode to me. I really don't know what to say about it. I don't think I didn't. I wasn't offended. I was very indifferent to it. It just was one of them gay. I'm just. I'm. I'm getting. I've said this before. I'm a little bit tired of the we're just like you gay people on TV where it's the most heteronormative, normal, boring ass straight relationship there is, except the people happen to be gay. Gay relationships are not like that. Homosexual relationships are not like that. We are not boring. We are not. I mean, there are some of us are, but I'm tired of seeing that depiction on TV. It's like they're afraid if they show real gay people that the tide is going to turn. And I'm just like, turn the tide, man. I'm, I'm tired of seeing these two, these two super femme, super hetero presenting women being a couple. Like on, I watch Your Honor. And the drug dealer girl, this last episode, she turns out she a lesbian. She got the Mary J wig. She got the long ass nails. And then her girlfriend is like just lounge singer also has. I'm like, I know that happens, but like, I'm so tired of seeing that shit. I want to see a goddamn dyke with some goddamn dreads and tattoos and, and, and like dykes be looking. And, 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 and a, and a regular, regular, you know, femme or whatever, or whatever, whatever it's going to be. Kaylani looking chick, cause Kaylani can do both. Kaylani can, you know, she can give you whatever you need. Something like that. But that's how it really be. I'm tired of these like Dr. Dr. Seuss ass or no, um, Mr. Rogers ass. Gay couples on everything. That's why that Real Housewives, what was it, Real House Husbands or WeHo, whatever that show was, we tired of seeing that shit. <clears throat> it's so much diversity in the gay community, and they don't show any of it. I think that's probably why RuPaul Drag Race, I don't watch it, but God bless, I think that's probably why it's so popular, because people want to see, how, you know, they want to peer in, like, oh, this is how these people really are. Like, they want to see how we are. And 
I just don't think most of the gay depictions on TV, they're boring as fuck, and I'm tired of it. Like, y'all acting like to, it's so dry. Like, oh, gay people are not any different than us. Yes, we are. We very, we homosexuals. We very different. And, and I'm tired of the storylines where everybody want to be married and have kids. Like, I, I, I'm going to hate to break it to y'all. I know it's a lot of gay people that's all into that heteronormative shit, but it's, most of us are not. And I'm tired of seeing that shit. Like, most of us, we are out here traveling and moving around and doing shit that people who don't have children do and loving it. And I'm just tired of those stories. Every lesbian is a couple trying to get pregnant through IVF. Like, can we please do something else? <coughs> Sorry, y'all. I've been talking to y'all a little bit while and my throat is getting a little bit dry now and I'm about to start coughing. Ran out of water, so let me wrap this on up. Um... Oh, did I tell you were in negritude? I didn't. All right, sorry. It's going out to the Philadelphia Eagles. Anyway, this is episode 329, if I didn't say already. I'm sorry for the wait. Like me, rate me, tell a friend. I appreciate y'all. Shout me out on the TL. And now in person, I be running across people in person. Dude, that is so, that be taking me so aback. Like, oh my God, you listen. What do you mean you listen to my shit? But anyway, I appreciate it. Um, Yeah. Sorry for the delay. Um, fly, Eagles, fly. We're going to beat the motherfucking Chiefs, and we're going to be Super Bowl champions, and I'm going to be back here talking crazy to y'all about it. All right. Peace.